1: Hey everybody! This is Matt here from Cincy Jungle. We are finally here. It is draft week, and just around the corner, uh, we've got Joe Burrow joining the Cincinnati Bengals. So, very exciting time to be a Bengals fan. Something we've we've waited quite a long time for uh, to have that guy to uh, you know that that caliber of player that that you know you really thinking can. Uh, change the, uh, the destiny of the franchise Kind of change where you're heading with things. So, uh, exciting time here, uh, as we, we get right down to it. Um, I don't see how it can go any other way. Uh, <laughs> people will be, um, people shouldn't be taking to the streets. People will be taking the streets in Cincinnati though. Uh, if, if it goes any other way. So, uh, this has gotta be it, right? This is it, right? And very, uh, I'm very excited to be here. So, coming into the draft now, uh, wanted to you know take a few questions, and see uh, what uh, you know where people's heads are at, and, and talk a little bit about what's going to happen here over the next few days. So, the first question I have was about trading the 33rd overall pick. Uh, now, I think this is something that's really popular with a lot of people. Right? Some people are like, trade it, trade it, trade it. Um, And it makes some sense. Look, the Bengals have a lot of holes. They only have seven draft picks. This is a weird place for us to be in as Bengals fans only having seven draft picks because generally they have those compensatory picks. um, So they have more to work with. Uh, We don't have that this year. So a little bit different. Um, And. You know, obviously, obviously you could use them and you'd love to be able to pick up some picks uh, somewhere in the mid rounds and the third and the fourth and go up into the kind of that area, uh, especially with the depth, uh, at, you know, the receiver position, position, for example, the fact that I think a lot of linebackers uh, fall into that third or fourth round category who could be pretty good players for us. Uh, so I think you really want to you want to you want to get as many picks as you can. And we were hoping to get some picks for Andy Dalton hasn't happened yet uh (laughs) we'll see uh maybe somebody misses out on somebody in round one or or something and and something happens i i I don't know um so we'll see about that now trading the 33rd pick yes you want picks but here's the thing i want to know who's there at 33 uh because if i got somebody that's top 20 on my board sitting there i want that guy you know and, and you look at you look at recent history look, a lot of times teams need to trade up to get that number one pick, but teams also kind of trying to set themselves up to have multiple first round picks to take that quarterback. Uh, So, you know, obviously it's a different scenario when you're, um, you know, when you're the Houston Texans trading up to get Deshaun, when you're uh, the Kansas City Chiefs trading up to get Patrick Mahomes. Uh, But you look at the scenario like with Buffalo, they got, they got two first round picks uh, that year and They traded up with the Bengals uh, in an exchange and they traded up again to get to where they needed to be to get Josh Allen. And there was a lot of talk about, well, they're going to use both those picks to move up. They didn't. They kept that pick. They got a really good defensive uh, player on Tremaine Edmonds. So I think there's definitely a lot of value to that, uh, to being able to get another first round kind of guy, you know, have that quarterback. Plus, Uh, we, we saw something similar last year with the Washington Redskins. They took Dwayne Haskins. They traded back into the first and got Mantis sweat. Uh Now that they're sitting in perfect position to get Chase Young, they probably regret doing that. Uh, but, you know, there, there is a precedent for it. Uh, so I think if you can sit there at 33 and see what happens, see what falls, and if you can find somebody who you think could be an impact player for you, doesn't have to be right now, all right, uh, you know, could be in year two, uh, but if you can find somebody that, that can be a first-round caliber player and get them and pair them in in that same year with Joe Burrow, I mean, that's a great situation to be in. So I want to know who's going to be there. Um, and you know, particularly in this year when the a little bit limited information uh, on prospects, so you, you don't have all the medicals, you don't have as much you know, face-to-face meeting. You know, you get this. You get the, you get the FaceTime, uh, but you don't have the in-person stuff. So, if you don't feel comfortable with as many guys, I'm comfortable with you know taking the higher picks and and not you know picking up lower picks. So, yeah, if you can get that guy, if you think you can, you know, if the guy slips and you think he can be the starting you know right tackle on year, you think he's going to be the receiver you're to pair with with Joe Burrow for for you know the majority of his career um somebody who can be a real impact guy if you can get them at that 33rd pick you don't trade it uh in my opinion unless somebody offers you you know a, a great you know a great package you definitely listen you know you're not listening for the first pick because it's, you get your burrow uh, but you listen for uh for the second round pick whoa uh you listen for the second round pick you listen for that 33rd overall so that's my that's my take on it um would i trade it yes I want to know who's there first, because then you can really put a value on the pick. You know, what is Josh Jones worth to you? What is Denzel Mims worth to you? All right. Versus was, you know, Cesar Ruiz worth to you or what is, I don't know, Brandon Ayuk or, you know, Kenneth Murray. You know, one of those guys. What is that worth to you, really? Um, And you've got time. You don't have to do it, you know. You don't have to do it fast. You get, you know, you, you get to go to bed. You get to sleep on it. You get to think about it in the morning. Um, you got a little time because you're in that position. I, I do now. I think that position is valuable, and I think part of it is that people have time to think about it and to to really covet a player that's at the top. And be like, eh, okay, I'm going to make a move. Um, but I think that that's a little bit limited too, uh, because if you really want the guy, you move back into the first, particularly for the quarterback position where, you know, it's kind of where you would expect people to target and move up. I think Jordan level, you know, go to the end of the first. He's not going to make it out of the first. But, I mean, if somebody wants to get into the, you know, go up to get Hurts or Eason or Fromm even maybe, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I think the 49ers are probably their target uh and the 49ers they picked up another first but they still have very limited draft capital and it would probably make sense for them to try and get a stud receiver at that first pick if they can and then trade that lower pick go back pick up some more picks because they are very limited on their draft capital so that's how i think uh that could trade down now in terms of the 33rd pick another you know uh question here regarding the 33rd pick uh but i guess kind of ties in i kind of already said a little bit of this already but look you want that first round caliber guy you want that you're hopefully you're getting a guy who's in you know who's top 20 top 25 on your board um i keep hearing stuff about jeff gladney falling man if jeff Gladney's is there that might have to be the pick. I mean, uh, you know, I, I get that they just signed a couple of, uh, uh, corners and, you know, safety as well. Um, you know, Jackson's contracts coming up. Jackson's been a little bit up and down. Um, you know, you can never have too many guys that are really good in coverage. So, I mean, you know, if it, if it Gladney's there, I think you gotta, I think you gotta pull the trigger on that because he's a borderline top 10 guy to me. I think I had him 11 on my big board. So, um, that, that's the kind of guy you want to go for. Uh, AJ Epinesa, uh, Yatir Grossmatos, you know, they're a little bit different, a little bit less twitchy than some other ends. Could they fit into our system, into what we want to do? I think AJ Epinesa could in a big way. I think when they get into the 3-4 stuff, and a lot of that's really more of an under front. Uh, they're playing with a 5 technique. He's a DN D-end, D-tackle tweener that I think is perfect to be that guy. And he can still be an edge in the the four three looks, uh, which is really the nickel in the dime package. So, and it, and it gives you something a little different in, in uh, pass rush too, because he's a strong guy. You know, he's he's a, he's a stronger guy. He can get after uh, after the quarterback a little bit um, that way, as opposed to with pure speed. With you know what you're getting out of uh, other edge rushers, you know, it's a great complement, interesting guy to throw in. You know, you you've got you know you got. Uh, Carl Lawson coming in, you know, he's got some strength, but, you know, some speed and some moves there too. And then you throw in some different kind of moves with Hubbard, and then you throw in Epinesa. Um, that is throwing a lot of different things uh, at an offensive line. So that gives you something, you know, interesting there. Um, I don't love the fit with Gross Matos, but he's another guy that's kind of a borderline first-round guy that I could see slipping in there. Somebody something to think about. Uh, Zach Bond, I think, really should go in the first round. The diluted sample thing, I don't care. I mean, (laughs) we'll see how much people do. Um, You know, he's coming in a little bit light, but I still think you draft him and you draft him as an edge. And if you can turn him into a linebacker, great. Uh, But I think he can play edge, particularly as a you know a stand-up three-four outside linebacker type of guy. Um, He can do that and he can he can contribute as a as a role player as a change-up pass rusher in that way. So I like uh you know I like Bond. I like what he does. Uh, that's another guy that if he falls and then, you know, pick your favorite receiver, you know, uh, I think a lot of people in the fan base are, are Denzel Mims fans. There's some Jalen Rager fans out there. I think Rager goes around one. I don't think Mims does. So if you want him, I think you might have a shot at him. Uh, but I think, you know, we know, we know the three that are going to go. I think Jefferson's going to go. I think, you know, those four are just about a sure thing. I think Rager could be the next one to go. Um, T Higgins you know maybe maybe he's an option with that spot didn't test well but that's not really how we want you know on film so does it really matter you know who knows Um, that's something you got to gauge. It's something you got to think about and it comes down to what you want out of that position Uh, off the tackle, I think there's going to be a serious run on the tackle. My gut tells me I don't want one at 33. Again, we'll see who's there. Uh, but we, again, in this situation, we know the four that are going to go. Uh, and then there's rumors about Isaiah Wilson, too rich for my blood. There's rumors about us or Cleveland, too rich for my blood. There's, you know... Yang's got a big following. You know, Austin Jackson's a guy that's been talked about in the first round. I mean, I think seven or eight could go. You know, it could definitely happen. We could see a, a run in tackles. And great, that's going to push some other stuff back. Um, so we'll see where we're at with that. I don't want to push it. And I think a few of those guys are are kind of pushing it. Um, no, I mean, there are definitely some options I like, and I think there's some options later on. I don't think that they think they need that position as much as we do um you know fans want another tackle um i think that if the right guy falls they'll take him but i don't think they see it as a priority um and that that kind of leads me into the the next thing i was going to talk about here um and you know questions about uh what are what are team needs what are the Bengals needs uh going into the draft and i think they did a pretty good job in free agency of kind of addressing things so look, you want to come out of the draft as a better team, but I don't think they need to focus those picks on a specific position to do that. I think they did enough in free agency. They went up, they, re, you know, they went out and revamped the secondary. Um, they brought in Bynes at linebacker getting an upgrade there. Sure. We want to find somebody that that's, you know, more of a pass coverage, more of a faster guy, but we can live with binds. Um, you know, they're going to need depth. We can live with binds. Um DJ Reader was, you know, a, a bump up uh, defense tackle that I don't think we even really expected. Xavier Filo, you know, gives you a little something to guard. They, they still have guys competing in guard. They got Bobby Hart to tackle. I think they feel a lot better about them than we do. Um, and they've got Fred Johnson in there that can they can work in and push him as well. Um, Titan's fine. Uh, I think people might have had too high of expectations for C.J. Uzama. He had a couple of drops, but... I thought it was fine last year, and they got Drew Sample, and they're going to give Drew Sample a shot too. Uh, wide receiver, not a, an immediate need, but obviously there's injury concerns uh, and contract issues past this year. So, you know, you're going to look to make a move there at some point. Um, running back, I mean, even with the, the Joe Mixon thing that isn't even really a thing yet, um, they got a bunch of guys there. So, Draft Joe Burrow and uh, best player available. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know It'd be great to get some of these guys. It'd be great to get uh, some depth, You know, in particular, at linebacker, at edge. Uh, if you can find somebody who's going to eventually be the guy uh, at receiver, who's going to eventually be the guy or, or, or you know, just going to give you an instant upgrade on the offensive line, great. Um, you don't have to do that super early at guard. You do a tackle. Uh, you know, tackles will go pretty fast. Um, but then there's guys like Prince Teguonago that had some injury concerns. We don't know how big they are, and maybe you get a steal on him. You know, there's uh, Hakeem Adaniji. He's one of my favorites from from Kansas. Um, he's projected pretty pretty low, too. You know, he might have to bump inside, uh, you know, something. But, uh, you know, th- there are some options there. You know, there, there's some guys you can go for. And at the guard spot, you know, it, it's it's just finding what you're looking for. And sometimes you can find those guys a little bit later. Now, they like guys who are athletic. And we saw that with Suofilo coming in. You know, that's a guy that can pull, that can do some things on the move. Um, you know, check out my video on him if you haven't yet. And some of the things he did in Dallas last year. So the more athletic guys in this draft are probably going to go a little faster. You know, and that's where you see... Uh, Cesar Ruiz, uh, and you know, he's probably gonna be a uh, maybe a late first rounder. Uh, he'll go at some point in the second round, though. Uh, if not, and who knows about Cushing um, you know, but he's a guy that can, can move around pretty well, too. Uh, but you can find guys a little bit later that probably aren't gonna be quite as athletic, but maybe you can come in and push some of these guys. You're Damian Lewis's, uh, you know, Tyler Beatus, I think, is a great option, but comes with an injury concern uh, as well. Um Hennessy, you know, uh, you know, a good option as well. A lot of these guys play center, by the way, but you know, center guard, whatever, they can, you know, they can figure that out. So there are some different options there. Um, you know, to to come in and make an impact. But the point I'm trying to make is they need to not feel pressured. And I think they set themselves up in free agency to not feel like, well, I gotta take a linebacker at thirty three. Well, hey, it'd be great if if you can take a guy that's gonna be really good, but the guy's not there, the guy's not there. You know, I think, I think, uh, Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray at that position, uh, at 33 deserve consideration. The rest of the crew, not for me, you know, not, not, not at 33 anyway. Um, I think you look at it a little bit late and, you know, uh, 65 is a completely different story. You know, top of the third, completely different story. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely on board with the Davis Gaither with, um, you know, uh, some of these other guys, um, Malik Harrison uh, and some of the other guys that we've talked about uh, at that linebacker position, there's a handful of them that I think are real good options in that third round, Willie Gay Jr., all right? Uh, so we can talk about those guys, but, again, let's not push the envelope. Let's not you know get too excited about anything. And if you're sitting there and Jeff Gladney falls to 33 and you're like, you know, you just spent a bunch of money on defensive back. You're probably feeling pretty good about your defensive backfield right now. But you're, you're looking at it and you're saying, he's number 12 on our board and the next highest guy's number 28. <laughs> you know, better up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, take him. Like, take that dude. Um, that's, what, that's what you got to do. So they did a good job in free agency of setting themselves up and being able to do that uh in my opinion. So uh that is uh that is it I wanted to keep this pretty short set a few questions in here to uh to get to to address uh so thank you for everybody that, that, that put those in. Uh but hey we've got lots of great content uh coming up this week on Cincy Jungle and Orange and Black Insider. Uh so be checking that out. Um uh Anthony and Jonathan have some great guests uh, today <laughs> today and you know uh and, and in the past few days uh so make sure you are going back and and checking that stuff out if you missed anything uh former bangles uh all, all types of guys in, uh, in there uh go out uh, go ahead and check that stuff up uh we're gonna have a couple of pre-draft shows coming up too uh those guys are gonna have one on wednesday we've got one uh kind of the super show uh on tuesday night uh that's gonna have uh Basically, combining all the all the Orange Black Insider shows, we're gonna have uh, have the whole crew out there. So uh, definitely check that thing out. Uh, and we'll have a pre draft show. They're gonna do a, a draft show uh, you know, during the draft, uh, and then Thursday and Friday nights uh, I'll be on. Uh, I believe Sim's gonna come on. We we'll probably have some other people on there as well. Um, but we're just gonna talk about what happened that day, uh, kind of a reaction, but then also hey, what's gonna to happen tomorrow? Uh, so we'll talk about that Thursday night. We just talked about 33 a little bit here. Thursday night, we'll have a much more educated conversation on that when we say, "Hey, this guy's here," uh, or we can say, eh, "I don't know about this board. Maybe we do want to trade this pick." Uh, so that'll be great. Uh, we're going to do that live right after the draft is over on Thursday, and we'll, we'll follow up on on Friday, when, you know, talking about some day three stuff as well. Uh, so make sure you're coming back and checking this stuff out. We'll talk about this is a great thing too. Uh, We can get out there right away. The draft is over for the day, and guess who's up first in the next day uh, is the Bengals. So uh, we've had quite a while (laughs) we've had several weeks to talk about the first pick uh but then we'll have a little bit of time there to talk about the 33rd we'll have a little bit of time to talk about uh 107 i think it is whatever the first pick in the fourth round is um so yeah uh come back you know check out all that stuff and uh thanks for checking us out today